Hi everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next free online business assessment, enabling you to pinpoint what your business needs you to fix next. Business tips to help you level up and scale up. Hi everyone, I'm Simon of Sterling Coaching and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by somebody who thankfully has allowed me to shorten his name to, to Vince and Vince is based in Surrey and we've just been had a little, having a little bit of a chat before the record, recording started. So what I'm going to do Vince is um, let you give me your full name for the benefit of the listeners and just Tell us a, a little bit about you, your background, and what you're up to at the moment. Yeah, so my name's Vincenzo John Yachofalo. Uh, as you can detect, my surname is from Italy. My parents, um, my dad came over in a contract in the war and stayed okay. here, but I was grown, grown, born over here. Um, since work-wise, I started off as a motorcycle mechanic. Um, I did BT, British Telecom, for 10 years. Uh, social work in a secure unit. And then uh, mainly the last 15 years, I've been uh, working with uh, networking, computers. And uh, last couple of years, a uh, major rebuilding not rebuilding a renovation project moving house right. yeah so yeah and you're involved in community radio as well which we'll hear a little bit more about later on as well that's it so part yeah. of that that time out of work um well i do a couple of voluntary things i do um i work with the police as an icva okay. and um i do uh, community radio once a week i'm on the right. uh, radio station talking to people what time of day is the radio show on? Is it sort of uh, morning, drive time? Yeah, so I do a, an 8 to 10, 0800 to 10 slot. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Almost a breakfast show then. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I normally try to do one hour uh, music and then one hour chat with someone. Right, okay, great. And obviously today we're going to have a chat about coffee and you're going to share some lessons that we've uh, sort of had a quick chat about as well so tell us a little bit about the the coffee that you're drinking and why you're drinking that particular coffee yeah so well it's it's linked a little bit with being out of work trying to find bargains yeah and uh this is hubbard's food store ground coffee medium strength it's got the certified uh label on it as well Yep. And uh, I managed to get it in Sainsbury's uh, discounted £1.9. Right, and it's great. even in full price, it's £2. But don't be scared on the uh, price of the coffee because it's um, it's really good coffee. It tastes tastes really good. Yeah, and that's Hubbard's. That's it. H-U-B-B-A-R-D-S. It's in a, a grey and cream packet with a, a coffee cup on the front. Great. And, and I think you're right there, Vince. It's very often when we see things that 
feel too good to be true, you know, from a price point of view. And certainly I've, I've done that with, with coffee and some other drinks on occasion where you've given it a try and you've been really bitterly, literally in taste, disappointed, haven't you? Because, you know, it just doesn't hit the spot. And, you know, it's good to hear that there's something out there that's good value and good taste as, as well. And you, obviously you said ground coffee. You were mentioning earlier on about the importance of cleaning through filters and things like that. Tell us a little bit about how you sort of brew your coffee and the regime that you have there for your coffee. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got, um, being Italian, I've got stovetop, espresso makers mm-hmm. and um i've also got an aldi uh coffee machine that's yep. electric but the the thing i do i do a few things uh with the water i okay. always have a, a water bottle which is um topped up and i leave it to stand for a uh, like over day because right. um, I think there's something with the uh, chemicals, isn't there, in in fresh water, in fresh tap water that can uh, taint. So that's one of the things. Yep. And then whenever I um, use the uh, electric machine, I always make sure that I run through some water and also clean underneath the filter hood whenever yep. I got rid of the grounds, so that it's always nice and clean. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, I'm, I mentioned earlier on that obviously I use a Nespresso pod machine and many people I see just put the pods in there, like you say, with the filter machines, you know, they just take the filter bag out and they take the pods out and then they just discard them and put the next coffee. And you always get that slight bitter aftertaste, don't you? Yes. That twang with yeah. with the old coffee that's left in there, even if it's a small amount of residue, it just seems to taint it a little bit, so... A good tip for listeners to flush your coffee machines through, no matter what uh, brand, what kind of make they are. That'd be good. Yeah, that's it. That's so thinking of, thinking about, obviously, the the things that you've learned over the years, and you've had a, a real varied past there of different jobs that you've been in and things that you're doing now with the volunteering side whilst you're you know, still out there finding that ideal job that, that is going to be right for you at the moment. What, what has been something that you have uh, taken uh, away? What, what have you sort of filled that time with over, over the years? Anything you can share with the listeners of what you've learned or anything that you've taken away? Um, I suppose for, for me, one of the, the bigger influences a long time ago was Tony Robbins. Okay, I great. Got, I got into him, yeah, and uh, through... A bit of un- unemployment and that helped me to sort of relook at myself and what I was good at what my strengths were and what to do yeah and then on the flip side of that as well I remember um he used to say one of the things he used to say was about if there was something difficult or if there was something you were scared of that was the thing you should go for so um at the time, I was working as a supervisor of uh, 12 engineers, and it used to be difficult customers, was a little bit hard to deal with. They was, you know, no one really wanted to talk to them. And um, the, the difficult customer was a bit of the, the pain. And uh, so, so I decided to sort of uh, tackle that head on. Okay. I can remember one particular, um, this team, 
we had a headhunter who used to call in. Mm. He had a, a company where he'd place directors, he'd find directors. Right. So, so he was a, a real character in the sense that he used to, the, the engineers didn't want to talk to him. He would do right. things like he would want to retain on the line. Um, yeah, he would yeah. ask difficult questions. He would be, you know, really persistent. Yeah. And so... Quite intimidating then, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I'm sure they felt, you know, a bit worried about him, as I did at the time. Yeah. But, um, like I say, through Tony Robbins' things, I, I used to think, try and think of ways of dealing with him. And uh, a lot of it was being honest with him, um, mm. telling him things sometimes he didn't want to hear. Yeah. And uh, listening to him as well. And um, in, in the end, he actually used to call in and he would ask for me by name. So wow. on the flip side of it, whereas all the team was scared of him and even yeah. I was a bit wary of him, it came to be that he would actually respect me even though I used to tell him things that he didn't want to hear. So, for yeah. instance. And I think, you know, many of the listeners uh, will have those people that when they see the number come up on their phone, they're dreading yeah. it. And that's perhaps it. they send it to voicemail deliberately. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's a good tip, you know, about, you know, facing that head on. And, you know, you said something very important there, I think, about being truthful with people and, yeah. You know, there was a guy on the podcast a few recordings ago, uh, John, who said, you know, he liked to work with people who weren't afraid that people would tell them that their baby was ugly in a business kind of way. And yeah. it, is, it is telling them those home truths, isn't it? You know, it's telling them what perhaps they don't want to hear, but what they need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, with this guy, he had some connections down in Italy and it was going to be two or three days before we got the engineer there. So the yeah. temptation would be to, well, we get the engineer there as soon as possible. Yeah. But if you tell him what's the actual expectation, then then there's more, you know, and it's easier to manage in that way. Yeah. And I suppose you're not creating future battles, are you, by setting bad expectations and That's that you're it. not you're not going to be able to meet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you spoke um, earlier about the community radio and uh, I'm interested to hear a little bit more about the kind of interviews that take place on that. Um, but also any tips to share for our listeners who perhaps are facing um, interviews on radio or being in front of Mike and you know, this is, you know, I haven't been doing these podcasts very long, so it is quite a strange experience when you get put in front of something like this. Any any things that you can share with listeners um, that perhaps you can take away from your time in community radio? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've only been in community radio about three months mm. and I've got uh, a breakfast slot, as I was saying, eight to 10. Yeah. And uh, when I first started, the, the hardest thing for me was talking into the mic. Yeah. So um, I found it really strange being a uh, one-way communication. And um, I mean, the, the, the thing that I did was to uh, record the shows and listen to it afterwards and see how I could improve. Okay. And 
and also as well i would make notes like bullet notes yeah. of things that i wanted to discuss in the show and then the other thing is i mean now what i do i have guests i try and get a guest on every week and um with that i i can bounce off of the guest as we're doing you know which yeah, yeah. is a lot easier than um just talking into the mic which i yeah. still find a little bit hard and i should imagine there's quite a few people that are probably listening to this who have had to move more to digital communication so you know I, i've been doing webinars for probably six or seven years now so i'm very used yeah. to talking to a computer screen as i've got 50 60 people in front of me ah. uh, and they often do have but i can't see what they're doing i can't see their reactions i can't see if they're nodding their heads i can't see if they're even showing any interest in me uh, and those those tips there you've given about and you're know, having those bullet points probably a, a, a transferable from radio into something like a webinar or uh, you know, I know people who are having to give presentations to their work colleagues who are now remote. You know, they're not in front of yeah. them anymore, are they? So Zoom, Teams, you know, whatever other platforms, uh, that, that's really important. Uh, what do you think, Vince, gives you a, a different sort of aspect when you have a guest on? You know, I mean, we can see each other. Obviously, yeah. the listeners can't see us, but we can see each other so we can see the engagement a little bit. How do you get that engagement with your guests as some of our listeners might be struggling with to get engagement on these other platforms as well? How, how does that help and how does that work? Yeah, well, I suppose with the guests, I think it's really nice because what I'm doing is I'm sharing their story. Yeah. There, there are some questions that I ask if, if they haven't got a story. Sometimes I'll ask about their school days, whether they did well. Yeah. Um, things they learn and, and um, things like that, that I can bring into the, um, into the program. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, I think, yeah, it's Donald Miller is one of the authors who talks very much about creating a story and writing a story. And it's interesting. You said that, and I've just scribbled it down on my little notepad at the side oh. of the events. Um, yeah, you know, if you can get people talking about a story, and it's a bit like that connection you had with that uh, that customer, isn't it? Yeah. People feel connected. They feel authentic, don't they, when they hear a story and they, they can put themselves in the shoes of that person. They feel that that person's real, don't they, as well? Yeah. Um, so getting a story out of them, I think, is a great, a great tip and a great lesson for the listeners to do, uh, is either to share a story, but also perhaps ask people what their stories are. You know, what a great idea to, to ask people what their stories are. What have they yeah. done today? Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, also as well, I've watched, I, I watch uh, Parky on yeah. telly. Um, great. I listen to radio stations and I'll try and yeah. even listen to local radio stations and see what they're saying and doing to, yeah. to listen for tips as well. Yeah. And if people wanted to find out more about you, and I know you're looking for opportunities at the moment, where, where do people find you to connect with and find out more about you and see what connections they can have with you? How do we find you? Yeah, so, I mean, one of the easiest ways is um, 
Ridge Radio is the uh, community station that we've got. So that's yeah. R-I-D-G-E radio.co.uk. Okay, and great. then if you look at the presenters, you can find me, Vincenzo. Yep. And then I've got a set of links on there to um, Mixcloud, previous yep. shows, plus um, my LinkedIn profile as well. Great. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook and uh, normal yep. ones like that. So if we, if we were searching for you on LinkedIn, how would we, uh, for the benefit of the listeners, how would we spell yeah. your name to find you on LinkedIn? So it's uh, Vincenzo, V-I-N-C-E-N-Z-O. Yep. J and then my surname, which is I A C I O F for Foxtrot A N O. Fantastic, great. Yeah, uh, and I do recommend that listeners check out both the radio station uh, Ridge. Did you say was a radio <laughs> station? Yeah, uh, and yeah, find you on LinkedIn, connect with you, and you know perhaps share their stories with you you know, who knows they could be the next person that's local to you that could be appearing on your radio show that would be great wouldn't it yeah well that they, they don't necessarily have to be um local i mean it's nicer i think if they're local but yeah um, yeah if they're uh, they wanting yeah. to be on the show then yeah yeah and is there any particular thing that you can uh, finish off this podcast with in sharing how people have perhaps people that have either called in or guests that you've had, how, how have they been coping with this, um, as we record this, this this national lockdown in England or the, the current pandemic? Is there any things that you can share there, any stories you can share or any ways that people have coped or um, got around this? Yeah. Um, well, I think, it's, I think it's been really hard. I mean, um, in the studio ourselves, we've had had to change things around so that, you know, there's um, cleaning materials and that we keep the distance yeah. and, and things like that. I, I think one of the hardest things has been one of my guests was um, Alex, who's into his 70s or 80s, and he's a right character. Um, he can mm -hmm. stand up, tell jokes and things like that. Yeah. And he wanted to do more. And um, I was trying to get him into, like, say, maybe old people's homes and to do little yeah. stand-ups and stuff. But at the moment, because of COVID, that's not possible. I mean... And I think that's a, a being a frustration with a lot of people. And, you know, a lot of listeners probably want to help. They don't know how to because, you know, the, the guidance is confusing of what you can do and what you can't do, particularly on a voluntary point of view, isn't it? You know, I mean, yeah. is it is it informal care? Is it formal care? Um, you know, and I know people who used to go into care homes reading and, you know, doing certain tasks and things, you know, have really struggled with the frustration of not being able to get in to do that. So uh, yeah. I'm sure that guy found that really hard to deal with. And, uh, and I hope he finds a way of dealing with it because there's so many people who, who need that, isn't they? You know, there's so yeah. many people who who need to talk, who need somebody to just share, you know, an experience or share a story with, isn't it? But uh, yeah, feeling very lonely at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, and and it's fascinating when you mentioned community radio. Uh, the guy I was um, recording a podcast with just just before you jumped on this. Yeah, uh, loves radio, and he had 
been a radio listener before and never had a TV. When I first met him, uh, him and his partner, they never had a radio. And then when they had kids, so I never had a TV, they were all radio. And then when they had kids, they got a TV and now they've become, you know, a TV family. Yeah. But he said during lockdown, they've gone back more to listening to the radio. So he listens to sports on the radio. And I think community radio, local radio has a real place, a real part to play in taking yeah. away people's loneliness, isn't it? You know, because they people can turn on their wireless, as my gran used to call it, and uh, <laughs> and and listen to it, isn't it? And it's you, you feel you're there with people, don't you? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, like you're saying, with the community part, it's linking to you things which are happening locally and yeah. also brings you that that sense of community as well or knowing things that uh, happen locally yeah. i mean even i didn't know um one of the museums we've got just down the road uh, the guy was came in onto the radio show and then when he was talking about it it made you realize you know there's something right on your doorstep you never knew anything about yeah absolutely and and you know so interesting yeah i mean there are so many gems aren't there that are literally on our doorstep that we don't find out about because we're you know very often we're following national news national radio national yeah. tv programs aren't we you know we, in america i know some of the listeners will be from the states you know you're very fortunate to have community tv you know we don't have that kind of thing here because it's you know it's not cost effective it's very expensive um in comparison to radio uh, but yeah we don't get to find out about things like that so that's a good point so we should encourage all the listeners you know if you do one thing today other than learn to deal with the most difficult thing first that um, vince has shared there from his experience and learning from tony robbins you know is to actually go out and find your local and community radio station any groups are out there that are trying to do good for the community that have information about your community, go out and find them. I, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell you Vince who my local uh, community oh, radio right. is, <laughs> you know? Um, and you know, it's, it's sad that I don't know that, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, it makes, makes me feel very isolated just hearing you say, you know, but what's going off around you. And uh, that's certainly something I'm going to do after I hang up this podcast, when I go and find out you know, uh, what my community radio is, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah. So when's when's your next coffee going to be then? You know, you've got your your Hubbard's coffee. When's your next coffee going to be? And and where is it likely to be? Is it going to be at home? Is it going to be when you go to the radio station next? When's your next um, coffee going to be? Uh, well, I, I always wake up. My morning consists of uh, porridge and I always start off with uh, coffee with a double shot. Uh, and then... Okay. I try not to drink too many throughout the day, but um, I might do a tea next and then maybe right. in the evening will be a coffee. I try and restrict myself. Yeah. I, I mean, just going back as well, I can remember um, I had a, a time where I went did, did a detox for about two or three weeks. Right. No coffee, no tea. Yeah. And then hitting the first espresso, I can always <laughs> remember that buzz that you get and the yeah. uh, you get you can literally feel it you know yeah. going up your forehead you can feel the buzz of the yeah. uh, espresso it's like yeah. amazing you've just reminded me of a story that um you know i used to have a construction company and we had an office and we had a a, a, co a coffee machine 
uh, one of these sort of where you put uh, pouches in. It was, I think yeah. it was called uh, Flavia. It was by Mars it was made. But we had one and it was, you put two pouches in. One was an espresso. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was even, a, it was a strong espresso, like I say, probably a double shot. And the other pouch was a Mars hot chocolate. All oh, right. <laughs> so you had this caffeine yeah. and massive sugar rush in this coffee. Yeah, and anybody used to have it, and you're right. I, I, you know, we used to drink quite a few of these because it was so nice. Yeah, but we used to literally run around the walls when you'd had one. <laughs> and I did a de detox. It's what I sort of reminded me. And uh, I went to see Tony Robbins down in London, and he did this whole get detoxed and that kind of thing. And I came yeah. back from London, and I thought, well, I'm going to do a detox. And I did a seven day one, and yeah. I cut coffee out, and. I didn't realize how much this coffee machine was actually affecting us all. Uh, and when I had that first, uh, I can't think what it was called, the mix, but when I had that Mars and that coffee, yeah. first time, wow. Yeah. It felt like I was going to the moon and back. It was, <laughs> it was it just peeled me off the ceiling. It was something else. You just reminded me of that, yeah. Yeah. I think there, there is a name for it, isn't it? Because, uh, yeah, that's... That's what I've done before as well, chocolate. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it was extreme, to say the least. Chocolate, caramel, and just about everything else you can imagine it. But, yeah. Well, look, Vince, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today's podcast. Listeners, I hope you've taken something away in uh, his self-learning uh, of Tony Robbins. And you've heard me mention I'm a big Tony Robbins fan. So, listeners, if you've not checked out Tony Robbins yet, please check him out. But, you know, deal with those difficult things. Don't be frightened of shying away from those uh, customers. Be truthful, be authentic, as Vince has said. And, you know, think about talking into the mic, get people to share their stories. What a great tip that uh, Vince has shared here in uh, his experience at Community Radio of getting over that, uh, I suppose, uncomfortableness yeah. of talking into a microphone and get people sharing their stories and perhaps share your stories as well. And for those of you who are doing presentations and webinars, I hope that's being of some help. And we've shared a couple of interesting stories over coffee as well. And uh, I'm sure Hubbard's and Sainsbury's will be very uh, pleased that you've mentioned those brands a yeah. few times in here as well. And of course, we're always open to sponsorship and big brands are more than happy to sponsor this podcast as well. I always say that. Uh, although I'd love to get Starbucks in the bag. That would be my thing. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And of course, I hope that listeners have taken away something as part of my mission of making people more aware of the possibilities, give you some education. And of course, I think we've done a great job of talking some coffee too, as well. And I hope that all of you are going to go out there and wash out your coffee pods, filters after you've had your next coffee there <laughs> as well. That's it. Thanks very much, Vince. And uh, take care. And I look forward to seeing all the listeners or hearing you all on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks. And thanks, thanks. to Bye-bye.